2 Corinthians 8, 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. That you through his poverty might become rich. The question is, how can you become rich through someone else's poverty? The normal logical thing is, someone else's riches we make you also become rich, not somebody's poverty. If somebody is poor, they can't make you rich. But here the scripture is saying, through his poverty, we become rich. What does that mean? It doesn't say we become rich through his riches, but we become rich through his poverty, profoundly deep. Now let's dig a little deeper. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, that though he was rich, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, despite despite the fact that he was rich, he could not help our poverty. It's like saying, though their father was rich, the children lived poor and were poor. Hmm? It's an anomaly. No? Rich parents, poor children. Be like, what happened? How did that happen? Hmm? Unfortunately, this anomaly is in the family of God too. God our father is rich and yet many of his children Many of his children live poor and are poor. Not poverty of money necessarily, but poverty of the riches of the glory of God in Christ Jesus. Many of the children of God live poor and are poor. Poor. The scripture says, I believe in Psalm 24, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. Psalm 24 verse 1, I believe. The earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. It means everything in the world belongs to God. All the mountains and the hills and the treasures. You know. Treasures hidden deep, deep, deep. Down, down under the earth. That nobody has discovered. God knows where they are. Maybe your house is built on such a land area. That nobody knows. You don't know. The government doesn't know. If they knew, they would move you out. And they would pay you nothing. They would do some exploration. And find out. And they will lock you out. Amen. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world, everything in this world belongs to God. And it says in the next verse, what does it say? Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? And who shall dwell in his holy place? The earth belongs to the Lord. And the fullness thereof, the world and the other. He has found upon the seas and planted upon the waters. So, I mean, the, the Lord... Is rich in all this. Is our Father is rich? And I say, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who from the earth shall go up to God, the owner of heaven and earth? Because if you can reach Him, then you can have what He has. Who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand? So that is the problem. The children of God don't ascend to the presence of God. Don't dwell in the presence of God. For in the presence of God there is everything. In the presence of God there is what joy. There's fullness of joy. In the presence of God, there is honor. The beauty is in his presence. Wealth is in his presence. Riches in his presence. Everything is in the presence of God. Children of God, do not go in the presence of God. Do not abide in the presence of God. Because if you will go in the presence of God, if you abide in the presence of God, in the scriptures, in prayer, you will be supplied with everything that you need. Again, everything that you need. Not necessarily everything that you want. Everything that you need. Again, this is not about money. Because you can have money and still be poor and live poorly. How about that? 
You have money, but you live poorly. Huh? Can you understand that? You have money, but you live poorly. <laughs> you have money, but you live in poverty. Whereas Paul says, as having nothing, as if having nothing, as if we don't have anything, but we make many rich. As poor, actually as poor, but making many rich. As having nothing, but possessing all things. As poor, but we make many rich. Well, may the Lord give you understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. We're still considering 2 Corinthians 8, 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. Mm. Do you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is not just to give you something. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is not just to give you something, but to give you something that will move you from where you are to a different state or different status. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is not just to give you something and still leave you in the same state and status. It is to make you rich, move you from poverty to riches, riches of glory, not the glory of gold, but the glory of God. Let me say that again. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is to give you something. It's not just to give you something and leave you in the same state and status, but it is to make you rich, move you from poverty to riches, riches of glory, not the glory of God, but the glory of God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is not meager giving, but mega giving. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is not mega giving, it's mega giving. It says, through his poverty, we become rich. Through his poverty, we become rich. God's riches don't just accrue or don't just become the riches of men. Men cannot access the riches of God without some form of divine encounter. Hmm? We know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though, despite his riches, yet he became poor, that we through his poverty might become rich. His riches, his wealth, you cannot access. He cannot give it to you unless he becomes, he had to become poor for you to access the riches of God. That's what we are looking at. What does this mean? Through his poverty, we become rich. It means through his death, we have life. It means through his death, we have life. Not through his life that we have life. Through his death, we have life. Listen, it's not just through his giving, we become rich. But through his poverty, Giving all, emptying himself. That's how we become rich. Listen to this. This is not through his injury. We have life. He was badly injured trying to save us. He was badly injured trying to save us. And he saved us, but he was badly injured. Nah, that's not what it is. But he was fatally, fatally, deadly injured. Meaning he was killed. He died. That's how we have life. I've come to give you life. And to give you more abundantly. To give you life, he had to die. He had to become poor. He had to empty himself. He had to give himself. Not to give you something. Not just to give you something. He doesn't want to give you something. He wants to give you himself. And in giving himself, he gave his life. He became poor. So that through his poverty, you might become rich. That's the understanding. He died to give you life. Jesus did not give us things. He gave us himself. That's the giving everything. That's the giving of everything. 
nothing left for him. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ means that he did all that he did, suffered all that he suffered, endured all that he endured for us, so that we don't have to start from where he started, but continue what he started, building on the foundation he already laid, spreading the same grace to others. How can we increase in this grace? The Christmas season gives us a special opportunity to spread the grace of giving all around us. Amen. Did you hear that? How can we increase in this grace? The Christmas season gives us a special opportunity to spread the grace of God all around. 2 Corinthians 9, 10-11. 2 Corinthians 9, 10-11. Now may he who supply seed to the sower and bread for my food. Supply and multiply the seed I have sown and increase the fruits of my righteousness while I am enriched in everything for all liberality which causes thanksgiving through me to God. Oh wow, that is so good. That is so powerful that I will be enriched in everything not for my consumption, not for my enjoyment. You're going to enjoy it, yes. You're going to consume some, yes. But it's not all for your mouth. It's for liberality. It's for generosity. That is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's for you to give it away. To give it to somebody. Because when you make somebody rich, many times actually we make somebody just a little richer. Not even rich. Rich is different from richer. Hmm? I'd rather have rich. Amen. Hmm? I'd rather have good. Or rather than better. Just good. Amen. So, many times we make people richer, not even rich. That's not what God, that's not what the grace of God gives us. The grace of God gives us to become rich, not become richer. Become rich. That's what it is. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus, may he who supply the seed to the sower and bread for my food, supply and multiply the seed I have sown and increase the fruits of my righteousness while I am enriched. In everything for all liberality, causing thanksgiving through me to God. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you. Lord, in the name of Jesus, open our eyes. Open my eyes. Will you pray that the Lord will open your eyes? Give you a revelation of the grace of Jesus Christ. The grace of Jesus Christ. That through his poverty, you are rich. Lord, in the name of Jesus, may I catch a glimpse of your grace. That will move me to give, to be a giver, to be forgiving in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.